Directors of things that have no idea about the things they're directing. Illegal immigration apologists are upset at physical barriers again. And fat people, sorry, plus-sized human beings are making new demands for airline comfort. This week has been an extra special super-duper week for losers. And worse, these people don't even realize it. But like hell, will I let the week go by without pointing it out? The show starts now. You know, I don't think anybody over at the Biden administration was hired for their value, expertise, or even baseline knowledge of anything. And that, of course, includes President Joe himself. But on their bench, they have Kamala, Passage of Time, Harris, Kareen, Nobel Prize, Jean-Pierre, chest-feeding slash roads are racist, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, borderless, Mayorkas, clear-as-day man, Dr. Rachel Levine, Oh, and who could forget the ladies' luggage snatcher, Sam Brinton? All absolutely horrible at their jobs and clearly swimming way out of their depth. But I bet you didn't know the director of the ATF, that's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, doesn't know how to define the thing he wants to take away. What could you, in 15 seconds, would you define an assault weapon for me? So, so if you go after 15 seconds, I'll just interrupt you. Yeah, so. So, so I'll go shorter than that because I, I honestly, I do think that's a, if Congress wishes to take that up, I think Congress would have to do the work. But we would be there to provide technical assistance. I, unlike you, I'm not a firearms expert to the same extent as you may be. Folks, these are the kind of people who don't think you should have a firearm. The kind of people who don't even freaking know what a firearm is. That gentleman, he clearly should not have a firearm, but as for the rest of us, shall not be infringed and go fly a kite. But you gotta love liberals. The only laws they like are infringements, but as for immigration law, well, it's mean, and so apparently are the walls designed to keep people out. My next loser of the week is an entire publication, the Los Angeles Times. Earlier this week, an opinion writer who also happens to be a neurosurgeon wrote an article about the horrors of the border wall, declaring that the increased height of the wall, you know, the wall designed to keep illegals out, is too tall because illegal immigrants are falling off and getting hurt. He declares that raising some parts of the wall in the areas lucky enough to have a wall at all to 30 feet instead of 8 or 9 feet is causing more serious injuries for illegals. Well, all be damned. It almost feels like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, a simple solution to that would be don't try to scale the border wall so as to come into this country illegally. I'm no neurosurgeon, but it's definitely not rocket science either, fella. Sorry, sir, I will not be shedding a tear for the people who hurt themselves trying to invade my country. Not going to happen. And I say, you know, the higher the wall, the closer to heaven, so raise that sucker another 10 feet. But as entitled as illegal immigrants and their apologists are, there's another group of people in the plus-size influencer category who are also quite ballsy with their demands. My final loser of the week is this influencer, Jalen Cheney, who recently started a petition, a petition that has garnered over 5,000 signatures, to require airlines to either give larger seats or extra seats all for free to make obese passengers more comfortable. Uh, excuse me, come again? This person really thinks that by virtue of her and others being obese, they should get the perk and the privilege of better comfort for free on the airplane? And I'm not fat shaming anyone here, but it's utterly ludicrous to assert that being overweight should come with special perks and privileges. Uh, no. 
The individual who takes up more than one seat should have to pay for more than one seat. And that's not fat phobic to say. It's just common freaking sense. Enough with the entitlement and the demands. The world does not belong to you because you feel special. Sorry. Those are my losers of the week. And boy, are they something else. But still ahead, the left is coming for your Second Amendment rights again. And unfortunately, even the great red state of Tennessee isn't immune. Thanks to our rhino governor. More next. All right, this is Tennessee. We are a red state, and I mean red. But sadly, no one told that to our rhino governor, Bill Lee, because he's imploring the Republican-majority legislature to pass red flag laws. Now listen, I get it. To the naked and untrained eye, the concept of taking guns from dangerous people before they can commit atrocities sounds reasonable. But here's the problem with red flag laws as they are written. They do not provide for adequate due process, meaning someone can call the cops right now and tell them you're a dangerous threat And thanks to red flag laws, the authorities could come and confiscate your firearms without due process. You'd have to go to court to prove yourself worthy of the guns the Second Amendment protects. In theory, red flag laws sound okay, but in practice, they are riddled with problems and end up being a giant infringement. And you know what they say about your rights and freedoms? Once you give them up, you likely won't get them back. But a while back, I sat down with my friend, Maj Toure, the founder of Black Guns Matter, to discuss why our Second Amendment rights are not to be infringed, period. So violent crime is spiking across the nation as some Democrats attempt to move away from their one-staunch motto of defund the police. But when they aren't suffering from that convenient amnesia, they resort to their other favorite tactic, blame the gun. Now, Biden has vowed time and time again to take away assault weapons by reminding us that deer are not well-equipped. Watch. What in God's name do you need to solve it for except to kill someone? Deer aren't running through the forest with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. It's just sick. Oh, well, I wish my next guest could get five minutes with old Joe to explain to him what the Second Amendment was written for and hint, hint, it wasn't to protect hunting. Joining me now is my friend and the founder of Black Guns Matter, Maj Toure. Maj, you and I have been doing this since the One America days. It has been a long time. I'm always happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. So I got to get your perspective on a lot of this because I used to follow you all over Instagram and I could see your perspective, but you know, they've conveniently kind of kicked you off of most things for one thing or the other. Right. So I want to go back to my original point that we started with here is that violent crime. I mean, you're in Philly. Crime is a problem. Crime is a problem in New York City. Crime is a problem in Los Angeles. Crime is a problem in San Francisco. I mean, name a major city. They have a crime problem right now. It's getting worse. What do you think the reason is for that? It's several reasons. Um, it's due to the incompetence of, and some of the listeners may be a little upset at this statement, due to the incompetence of uh, a lot of us in the GOP and the libertarian movement not pushing back against the you know all-powerful leftist machine. And I say that because a lot of times we tend to have this mentality that um, oh it's too you know the, the the leftist propaganda machine is too big to fail. And we don't push back. We don't fight. We, you know, I live in Philly, obviously, right? The murder rate is going up. Last year was the highest it, been, it has been. But we go back to our work at Black Guns Matter in 2016 when we focused specifically on Philadelphia. All we did was uh, conflict resolution and basic firearm safety and showed people how to get licenses to carry. And that year, in 2016, violent crime in Philadelphia was the lowest it had been since 1979. Wow. So... Then we leave, and there's a juxtaposition. My point saying that is we have to do more in these areas. Now, we got the fruit out of the way, the tasty stuff being critical of us. The reality is 
leftist politicians and policies are there specifically to hamstring urban Americans because those are the biggest pockets of uh, population of Americans. Mm -hmm. You don't, the, the leftist agenda is not to have uh, Americans of any background have the means to defend themselves from the state. We're seeing it in the, uh, this current administration's weaponizing of the FBI towards political you know, opponents, um, Americans, right? Um, but that's the actual reason. All of the areas that have the most violent crime uh, problems, rape, robberies, homicides, carjackings are ironically leftist cities that also ironically have the most uh, restriction on the Second Amendment of, for the American people. It's a contradiction, but we as conservatives, independent thinking, libertarians, whatever, have to give more of a pushback. Well, what you guys do with Black Guns Matter, and I've been there. We were in Inglewood, I believe it yep. was, a few years ago in, in the L.A. area. Yeah. And I was a part of one of your classes, and I watched. And it's amazing. For those that aren't familiar with what Black Guns do, you guys go in, and you not only train people in firearm safety, but you also remind people what their Second Amendment rights are, what right. they entail, what what is lawful, what's not lawful. But an important part of that puzzle that you mentioned is conflict resolution. Right. It's not, here's a gun, this is how you defend yourself. It's, these are all the steps you should take before you ever have to use your right. firearm. But if you need to use your firearm, you should be able to use it properly. Right. And that's a big part of this puzzle. We, there in the city of Philadelphia, huge shouts to the clown, um, Mayor Kinney. Huge shouts to the clown, uh, district attorney, uh, what's his name? I forget his name, he's so insignificant. And I say that not as a diss, I say that as significant means you've done something productive for the community, right? Um, his name is, uh, I forget his name, the district attorney there. Um, he literally told me people with guns aren't the problem, literally, face to face. Um, I went to a town hall meeting. He said that people with firearms aren't the problem. He believes that guns are the problem. Okay? These are the same guys that will let the thousand bad guys, obviously I'm paraphrasing for the numbers, they'll let the thousand bad guys out as a district attorney. They'll get away, get away from the uh, gun charge, right? Now, again, as an, a libertarian, as, a, as with conservative values and all of that other stuff, I am not soft on crime. I'm not. I want to lock you under the jail, okay? When you create an actual victim, right? I'm not talking about guys that smoke weed. That's your thing, if that's what you want to do. I'm talking about guys that do robbery, rapes, and unjustified homicides. I wanted you to have your day in court, and I want you to have a jury of your peers, and I want to lock you up for a very long time. But if you're a district attorney, and you're letting those same thousand bad guys come out and keep doing the same thing. And then you say, defund the police, not train the police how to deal with actual scenario shootings, right? Because that's a different thing. You're a part of the problem as well. The policies of leftists do not help. They do not. And I don't want to make this a left-right thing in the sense of being disrespectful to fellow Americans that haven't evolved past the democratic concept. But I do want to say, Historically, if you live in a hood in America, and if you don't live in a gated, rich, $10 million community, you probably live in a hood or, or hood adjacent, right? Mm -hmm. If you live in that community, you have to ask yourself, if it happens to be democratic, regardless of who's the president, how has your community looked in the last 50 years? At best, it hasn't changed. At worst, at, it, it's, it's devolved mm -hmm. and if we're being honest as Americans, outside of the political sphere of it, right, you have to look at that. If seven out of ten times I hit a three-pointer, the coach is going to keep me in, baby. I'm 70% from behind the arc. It's just numbers. And the numbers across America with politicians like Mayor Kenny, these guys make, these guys make me want to run for mayor.
the, the politicians that push these policies that hamstring Americans, as much as they think they're doing the right thing and they think they uh, love America and the conveniences that come along with America, their policies are harming everyday Americans. And that's just what it is. I hope that people are seeing this and I hope that they are changing because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting yeah. different results. Still ahead, Christianity is under attack and if you think I'm kidding, watch The View just one time. My final thoughts are next. Christians are under attack and while the ladies of The View are vile, abhorrent hags, so too are their guests. It's time for final thoughts. Less than one month ago, six Christians here in Nashville, Tennessee, were murdered by a trans activist. But for far longer than one month, the evil far leftists in this country have been targeting, attacking, demonizing, and demeaning Christians and Christianity as a whole. And in the last couple of weeks, they've really upped the ante. Here is actress, singer, and vile hag Patti Lapone doing just that. If you're ever feeling down on yourself or, quite frankly, stupid, just remember there are some Americans who watch The View. This before and I'm going to get in trouble, but I have said this before and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who's said that. I don't. I, I, I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. What's happening in this country right now, in the name of religion, is so dangerous. Comparing the so-called Christian right to the Taliban? Why? Because we don't want grown men slinging their private parts in front of children or because we don't believe you should be able to abort a human being up until birth? Tell me what part of that is Taliban-esque to you. I propose all the ladies of The View book a one-way ticket to Afghanistan and then report back their findings. But that lady has some nerve, some real evil and despicable nerve. If someone on the conservative right said this about any other religion, like the climate change religion or the rainbow religion or the COVID religion, imagine the uproar. But these nasty women from the inside out sit there on ABC every single weekday and spew trash like that and it's called television. No, it's hate speech. That's what it is. And lady, I don't know if you've looked around lately, but it ain't the Christian conservatives out there looting, pillaging, or assaulting people. No, that's the demonic left at the wheel. But folks, this is all part of the plan for them. They have to demonize Christians because that's the first step to destroying the fabric of our very nation. When you have God and family and church, you don't need to rely on the government. When you believe in something bigger than yourself, you aren't as vulnerable to humanly control. When you worship God, you refuse to worship political and global elites. So if you think now is the time to be quiet about your faith, well, you're mistaken. The devil is busy out there, so we best get to work. Those are my final thoughts. Be sure to catch all of the show exclusive content on Outkick.com as well as Outkick's YouTube channel. Make sure to like and subscribe. From Nashville, God bless and take care.